Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever. No, it was awful. I'm Stevie. With Tessa Coates. Yes. Yes. Um, and you, the listener. And you, the listener. Would you like to be our friend? That's great. That's lucky. <laughs> Done. This podcast is about how to make friends. Because it's so easy when you are a little child and you're yes. like, oh, well, you're sat next to me in the sand pit. Would you like to play sand, please? And yes. then they're like, yes. And then you just are best friends. That's it. Even when you were at uni, I remember one of the biggest differences when I graduated was like, oh, there aren't like new people all the time, or I don't like bump into my friends every two seconds, mm-hmm. and, I, and people aren't like, I've brought these five housemates from a house party, like, oh, everyone's spread out, and I don't know how to make friends anymore. Mm. Well, uh, fact, mm. an early fact yeah. from the University of Norway please. Uh, after the age of 25, that's your cutoff when your friends start to decline. Good God, that's rapidly, which I guess is the point where you've sort of run out of the compulsory like, and now it's the start of term, and now everyone has to make friends. Yeah, now it's this. Like kindergarten, the whole thing is just to make some friends. I mean, your life is just friend making. That's it. Of course, if you're listening, and you're like, oh, I didn't make any friends as a child. We're here for you. At school, I made no friends either, so we can we can deep dive into that together. But you. You will, when you look back over your life, there will be certain stages where you're like, well, I was thrown together with a load of people. Yes. And then as you get older, yeah, you're just not thrown together anymore. It's lovely to make a friend. Yeah. And this is this is the podcast for you, because I think everybody would, wouldn't mind one. Oh, absolutely. The, I remember when I was like 27 or 26, 27, I was like, I think I've made all the friends that mm. I, I don't want anymore. But yeah. then, you know, you change and grow. And you're like, actually, maybe... Those friends, you know, have kind of drifted away somewhat, perhaps. Yes. And you need to refresh. Yes. Have a refresh. Yes. Dump all your friends. I'm not saying that. But yeah, I mean, but also do if you if yeah, you fancy. Yeah. If your friends yeah, are shit. Because if, you, shit, group, get if you, you're sort of you are the person that the closest five people to you, and so if you look at your closest five friends or people, oh, and you're like, oh, you're all awful. Then you're mm. like, it's a reflection on who you are. So get better people. One of them's a tortoise. Yes, <laughs> I think that reflects quite well. Okay, great. And um, um, I was googling um, learn how to uh, how to make friends, and I accidentally googled how to make fried potatoes. So throughout, I'll just be throwing in some kitchen tips yeah. about how to fry those potatoes 
in the best way. Mm. We're, all, we're all excited. I think it's good to get a bit of variety. Absolutely. What this podcast needs is more variety. And, and more, more potatoes. Co- more potato-based cooking Yes. So if you're thinking that you don't have any you, like the friend issue is an area of concern for you um, then know that you are not alone and that m- several people wrote in about had the guts to write in to admit that they didn't have any friends and write in to losers no <laughs> oh, Stevie I'm joking as in like they took it had enough wherewithal not just to be like oh I actually don't have enough friends to be like and I'm actually going to take a step and write in about this topic so more than one person did that and I think everyone thinks oh everyone's got loads of friends except me no, I'm the no. only person with no friends yeah. but I think everybody in the whole world thinks it uh, yes absolutely and I yeah definitely as well I know as we say probably about everything mm. but social media does Instagram. not help Instagram and it's just it, my Instagram is just full of like 20 people who've all gone on a walk together I'm like I don't know how they've organised that yeah. I don't think I know 20 people that all know each other that yeah. well and they're all like laughing and on bikes uh, that's a very specific one I'm thinking of and I think it was like a hen do so I don't think it counts but like, but, like <laughs> I didn't know anyone there so. No, so I didn't want to go anyway but the the idea but it, like on Sunday on Sundays I always stay in and then I like look on Instagram and everyone's everyone's doing a pub quiz everyone's just nipped to their local everyone's in the park and I'm like oh I don't have a group of like gal pals I've got lots of different friends that I wrote. But then those people have put it on social media because they're like, oh, wow, look, we're all together. Mm. This never happens. So it's all like a, you know, yes. it, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's not real. Yeah, No one has friends. <laughs> Their friends are all well, liars. Yeah, Instagram is a huge, is a huge, like, it's like when you were at school and you just thought everyone was at a party without you. But yes. now it's like, and oh, they the are. next day they bring in a photo album and they make you... Oh, they didn't even make you. They just put it in your desk. You don't have to open the photo you album. Obviously, you obviously, obviously do. And yeah. then in the photo album, it's just loads of photos of a party that you weren't at, and a series of videos, and like some jokes that you don't get, but you still like really get deep into the joke. Yes, yes. God, I know so many in jokes of, of like groups of friends that I've never met. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, she calls her Norman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why, but it's yeah, and even people that you don't even like very much. I recently saw a group on Instagram, you know, that I literally have never spoken to or thought about for years, and I literally was like, why wasn't I invited yes. on that? <laughs> that? So, so bad. <laughs> also, there's things as well that I find where um, there'll be like someone I know will make an Instagram story hanging out with someone else I know, but I didn't know that they knew each other. Mm. I'm like. Well, hang on. They're both my friends. Mm. Like, I didn't know that they knew each other. Yes. If they don't know, do they know that I know both of them? I could have been a fun addition. Yes. Just to that hangout. I feel like everybody is going around to everybody else's for dinner except for me. That is like a genuine thing that keeps me and up I think what we're going to focus on deeply in this topic is you being like, on Sundays I don't leave the house. <laughs> and you being like, everyone else is at dinner. <laughs> That maybe you might be, if I may, part of the problem. Oh, I absolutely am. So, You're not the first to say that. No. I do. I isolate myself massively that I get sad because no one's hanging out exactly. with me. Exactly. So, like, no one's invited you, but you also haven't invited anyone. Absolutely you know? not. So you haven't had a dinner party. <laughs> oh, but I don't have a table. Yeah, in but my flat. enough. Enough, Stevie. You can... Mm-hmm easily make burritos no what if I'm, not or fried potatoes or fried potatoes which, round this which leads table. me to no um i fully agree in the last sort of year i've made a conscious effort to i actually don't have dinner parties where i don't like i don't like hosting dinner parties and that took a lot of university dinner parties crying with anxiety because i just was like Ugh! but now i've really started to like genuinely be like 
would you like to hang out? Let's go for dinner or whatever. Mm. And I think that is, and I like doing that and it's so much nicer. But that's what was your dinner party anxiety about? Oh, I don't like cooking even for myself. Right, okay. So also like, I feel like if I want to have um, a social evening, I don't want to do all the admin. Like, I want to come and help a bit. Like, everyone can help a bit. If everyone yeah, brings but... a pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, but also, I've got some friends that genuinely love hosting. Mm. Like, my friend Tom, every time we meet, he's like, come around for dinner. And I'm like, you always have me for dinner. That's not fair. And then I'm like, I will cook you dinner because you've cook, cooked me so many dinners. And he's like, no, I actually just really like it. So you're like, yeah. well, if you like it, and that's like a genuinely nice night mm. for you, then... Absolutely, I'll bring a bottle. I'll bring. I'll, I'll make a little thing and bring it along to add to it, or like you know, I'll come and help you cook. But I'm not good at um, cooking, and I'm not good at cooking for big numbers. What's this? What's the little thing that you've brought? Hummus. <laughs> I knew it was going to be. I, there's a Tesco around like a corner from the house, and I get hummus. Yeah, Stevie gestured to her hands like, like it was a little, little tiny, like a terrine, a or terrine maybe, of... like a sort of um, a haddock paste or yes, something a, for a dip. Ba- baba ganoush. Or... Perhaps a baba ganoush. <laughs> I was like, hundred percent, I'll be a Tesco bought hummus. A Tesco brand. Occasionally some crisps with it. Possibly. If you're, if, it's, if you're feeling racy. Absolutely. Before we get so into, um, well, why I don't have dinner parties, but also friendship, um, what's the adult thing that you've done this week? So we just get out of the way and get into our friends. Oh, mine is, um, and I'm, I've received many messages saying it had to be, is me uh, doing the splits. Yes. At Christmas, everybody was uh, chose a challenge yeah. to perform whatever. in the world, or was that your friendship no, group? They, no, my my friend, all my many many friends, Stevie, yes. um, my neighbours, oh. <laughs> yep. my neighbours at home who we've known since I was six. Great, and we have Christmas and Easter with them. And at Christmas, we said everybody pick a a challenge by Easter and at Easter you have to perform it which was I think off the back of our podcast that was about um, setting goals they had to be time specific they had to be yeah. achievable they had to be a thing people had to know about them so it wasn't enough just some people were like I'm going to do a backflip and you're like that is dumb yeah you and won't no they had to be like and someone was like I'm going to write a novel and you're like how about you just bring us the blurb yeah from write novel. a blurb yeah just say what it might be about mm. and then I wanted to do the box splits the side splits which I still have not truly achieved you can do though yeah I can't you will be able to at some yes, point yes I will, I will. I'm, yeah, still, yeah. I'm still getting there but, but Easter but I have managed to do that is further than I've ever been able to do it's excellent thank you so much I, yeah I and also if you'd like to come and find me on Instagram at wheat pray love I think I'll put up don't come if you don't want to but um, if you would like to learn I mm. might do some Instagram stories about um, how, what things I found helpful great I, I'd say do an Instagram post because that story will vanish thank you okay. and it should stay okay okay no? I'll do a post because you could do like thank you, you could do like you could do like a number of pictures and one is like your first go and then the second one is the final splits yes and then you could have like all those captions about it people are like things I've learned and then people will be really engaged. Okay, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. And it'll stay for everybody. Yes, absolutely. Um, What's yours? My other thing is I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. I'd say when I go to Zara, I'm like, whoa, hello. I had a real Primark problem throughout my entire 20s. And then I was we like, all did. yeah. And I was like, I think, no, I quite like Zara. But uh, yeah, I, I, I very much like charity shops, Zara. And what other place? Monkey. Um, but I haven't really been buying lots of clothes. It's got hot. Don't know if anyone notices. It's got summer. Summer's happening. I don't like summer. I like. Lo- I no, I no. Now I love summer. Don't like the clothes. Still <laughs> this struggling. Is a real journey. Struggling with the clothes. Was out the other night. A friend was like, 
my friend runs this really cool and um, but quite pricey but you've got to pay for quality really great summer clothes went on the website i'm not going to say what it is because i'm just about to sort of trash it went on bought a it's sort of like a hospital gown <laughs> but it is nice it is really nice it's like a patterned basically it's very, like floaty patterned dress Lovely. that you just pop on i'm gonna look like a fashion person great but also i don't have to worry about like one work i'm not gonna say what it how much it was but it wasn't not 80 pounds right I nearly had a breakdown when I bought it. I think that's the most I've spent on clothes um, in my life, apart from maybe a coat now and then. It arrived, I opened it, I put it on, I was like, this is amazing, and then a button fell off. Right. And so what I'm trying to say is, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. I tried to be adult, and it sometimes uh, it blows up in your face, but you have to learn from it, which is the... <laughs> what learned? I've learned that... Spending a lot of money on clothes doesn't automatically mean quality. Okay. I learned that with beauty products when I was a beauty journalist. I was like, well, and then I just got like rashes everywhere all over my face. I was like, oh, go back to the foundation that you like. It's not always money. The best concealer is a collection 2001. It's 3.99. You're welcome. But with clothes, I've been like, yeah, but expensive clothes. But they are made by the same sort of people that make everything else. So haven't managed to post it because that'll be my next adult thing. I went to the post office because whenever I go to the post office, I'm like, oh, smashing it. It's um, quite a simple thing to do. But... Next week, I'm already excited to tell you my adult thing because it's about the postal service. Great. Okay. I'm absolutely chomping at the I don't bit. think we've ever done a preview of <laughs> I next know, week's... never done a preview. <laughs> never done a preview. Honestly, on the way here, I was like... Shaking. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> and it's literally, I can't even tell you until next time. I'm well, so excited. you've got to listen to next week's episode. Um, stay tuned uh, for stay. our postal service chat. Just, it's really just, exciting. Just kicked a shelf. Right. Okay. Friendship. Friendship. More from the University of Norway. Oh, really? Hello, care. <laughs> That's hello in Norwegian. Is it? No. <laughs> Could be though. Could be. Could be. Anyone listening who's Norwegian. Hello to all our Norwegian fans. And sorry. And can you uh, tweet us with what hello is? I could Google it. Maybe nice if you tweet us. Um, At Nobody Panic Pod. They found that uh, loneliness to be a crippling problem. Yeah. Among the over 25s, particularly among everybody. Um, And that many uh, young people describe their lack of friends as an area of real concern. That's sad. Isn't it sad? So very few sort of want... numbers, very few hard statistics in that as a finding. Which is like, loneliness is bad and quite a lot of people My point feel is simply... that it's also sad. Thanks, Norway. You, thank or, you, Norway. Or should I say, tack. Because that's <laughs> Swedish. It's Swedish. Um, well... <laughs> or Danish. Uh, look, that whole area, the <laughs> Netherlands, thank you for joining us. Tessa does some research. <laughs> My boy... <laughs> My point was, well, I was less excited about how many it was. No, I know. And more that, like, my point was, like, oh, everyone can feel a bit less alone in their, like, oh, my goodness, how embarrassing to admit you don't have any friends. Oh, God, it's so embarrassing. I completely understand, yes. My point is, like, oh, everybody cites their, like, you know... Yeah, we're very sociable creatures. Um, even if you're shy and you're like, well, I'm not because I can't talk to anybody, you might feel a bit bad about that because you innately need social connection you need to feel like you're part of a community mm-hmm. you need to feel like you, other people have got your back like in the old the olden times you would have like a big family and the whole village would all club together to like raise the children and um to take uh, equal share in running of the village and now we're like you know, I don't leave the house on a Sunday. So exactly. what's happened to my village, mm-hmm. basically? We all need to kind of feel like we have people who will go, oh, I wonder what Stevie's up to. 
you know, I wonder if she's okay. I haven't seen her for seven years. And then it turns out, you know, I've died. Say. 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 Yes, everybody fears, um, oh, what is the documentary called? Vibrant young woman. Sociable? Uh, sociable? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. Young woman. Uh, Mm. has a heart attack. Oh. They didn't find her for three years. That's absolutely harrowing. Yeah, the television was still on. That's okay. So in the documentary, it's about like how she was not estranged from her family, but like they didn't Check see her, didn't see her often. They lived in another country. Right. A lot of people who were like, "Oh, I would have considered her my friend," because they didn't see her very regularly. You're were like, like, "I guess I she just doesn't want to be my friend anymore." Yeah, but they just sort of were like, "Oh, she's probably fine," because she was right. always like, because she was the sort of person who like went travelling and then was like, "I'm off, I'm back." An or independent whatever. woman, an independent person who just like had these different separate groups, and nobody ever thought to. Change. To check. See, so there was actually a dark side to the Destiny's Child song Independent Woman Part yeah. 2. You can be too independent. You can be too independent because you might die and be there for three years and no one will know. All my ladies. Yeah, where are all my ladies? Where are all my ladies? Please. Hope they've not had heart attacks with all your... <laughs> <laughs> if you can still put your hand up, put your hand up if you haven't had a heart attack. So I think... No, message number one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Even though it's obviously going to be about how you personally can make more friends. Yeah. With the friends that you already have. Do check, check in. Check in on everybody. And, you know, be the... Rather than be like, how, how will people invite me to the park? Be like, I should invite someone else to the park. Right. You know, try and be the friend you wish you had you know uh, check, yes. in, check in on everyone now I will counter that oh, with please. a lot of pan fried potatoes taking <laughs> way longer than they should because you're first asked to boil the potatoes then chop and fry them but actually if you just thinly slice them you can just choose the best oils and go straight in for frying <laughs> right now um, for friendship <laughs> um, okay, so I read quite a lot, you know, I read one article I thought was really good. No, I read a few, a few things. And I think that because we feel like it's quite, not we, but one feels like it's quite lame to be like, oh, I don't have any friends, what do I do? You sort of want the friends to come to you, you don't have to go and find them. Because you're like, oh, God, now I'm a lame person trying to find friends. If you have to, like, remove that 
out of your brain mm-hmm. and treat it, I suppose, like um, if you were single and you're like, oh, I'd quite like to have a boyfriend, you can't then go, oh, I'll just sit in my house all day and just hope a boyfriend turns exactly. up. You have to like go out and do stuff. Or a job or anything. Or a job. Have a job. First, have a job. So let's say you, uh, you're you kind of like, okay, uh, I do want to meet more people. Maybe you're in a new city. Maybe you're just, you've just let it slip or maybe you've looked around at your work colleagues and gone... Right, well, is this my gang now because they're rubbish? Your dog shit. Your dog shit. You don't have to actually make... Keep your thing in your mind, though. Yep. Her name was Joyce Carol Vincent. I just wanted to tell you her name. Joyce Carol Vincent. Look her up, watch that documentary. She died. Rest in peace. Yes, it's called Dreams of a Life. God, that's so sad. Right. Um, so <laughs> the if, lovely so Annie Page Joyce could have... No, let's not make the podcast no, about what, no, what she, she could have. I was going to, but no. Um, so... Have a think about the sort of people that you would like to meet. So if you are somebody who, I don't know, like if you're somebody that's quite introverted and shy, like would you like to meet someone similar to you that then you don't feel like, you're not frightened of? If you just want to laugh, if you want to meet somebody that has the same interests as you that you can like, so say if you love films, like do you want to meet someone that you can like go and see films with or whatever? Like so think about the sort of things that you would ideally like and be quite broad you have to write it down. If you want to, you can write it down. And then you think about the sort of places that you would meet that person. Mm-hmm. So, again, not in your living room, obviously. But say if you, um, example, uh, if you want to meet creative people who you want to make stuff with, funny people or whatever, then you could do, like, improvised comedy uh, a little class. Or you could do, like, a writer's workshop. Or you could do, like, you know, if you want to meet, like, bookish people, then, the, I mean, genuinely look at things like book clubs and talks from authors or, you know, like, Waterstones do, like, readings. From it. And then that also can dictate as well, not just because, you know, obviously, basically, that's, like, a very long Winded way of going like why don't you join a club but that's a horrible way of saying it but like there are other ways that you can connect with people you connect with people online in like forums um, follow certain people on like Twitter think of the things that you love to do and there are loads of ways that you can reach people that love to do that as well and immediately it won't be like oh I just go there and everyone's my friend but you'll enjoy doing the thing then the chances are you are more open to then hanging out with people yes you have to put this out a little bit into the universe yes in this like it is not going to happen Nothing you want, friendship, anything, or a place with anything you want in the world, nothing's going to happen from your living room. Yes. You do have to go out there and find it. And even if, like, that first place that you went, it wasn't it, maybe you meet somebody there who says, why don't you try this thing? And then yeah. from there, and it's a stepping stone, and, like, you know, the first thing isn't going to be the best one. It's going to be ten down the road. But in order to get to ten, you have to do number one. Yes, and it's finding as well, because it, it's the same as dating, or it's the same as anything. Like, you know, you might feel like, well, don't, what if they don't want to hang I'm weird. Like, what if they... Everyone will have a social situation that they feel like, oh, I don't know if I should be here. or And you just have to push through that because the, nothing's going to get better. You're not going to make friends if you're so terrified of rejection that you don't make the first move. Like, that you don't do put yourself in situations where, where you can meet people. People are so open to meeting people because everyone's very lonely. Yes. And so social media is going to feel like we're socialising when we're not. It, like, tricks you into socialising. Mm. Like, I'm saying about my Sunday, my Sunday days in. I can be chatting to people so I'm on WhatsApp or and I often do. But I'm not face-to-face with those people. And then when I look at the amount of times I'm actually face-to-face with my friends, it's actually a, a surprisingly low amount. And I think it's good. It's a good starting point. Social media is a good starting point, but that's not enough. So if you're, like, interacting a lot on social media and you're like, I don't know why I'm lonely. You're lonely because you're lonely, because you are alone doing that. There's a screen there. You're basically interacting with your phone. Always season with rosemary salt and pepper. <laughs> Then you can add some fun stuff, but start with that. (laughs) I've got something to say about clubs. Yes. I like people very much. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. And um, have been very lucky to have many nice friends. And, and I'm fairly personable, like people, and I, I rate myself good value. <laughs> You sound great. <laughs> I danced in the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games. Oh, yes. Uh, we rehearsed for six months mm. uh, every weekend. I did, did not speak to a soul. Right. <laughs> that does go against what you just said. No, exactly. So my point is how hard it is to... Uh, someone once described me as a grower, not a shower, which is a penis thing. <laughs> but I thought was about plants. <laughs> I thought it was about plants that were a bit late. But right. it also is me all over. Like, I'm not good right at the top. I'm not an immediately impressive... I'm not a shower. Yeah. I am, like, after a while, people... You, people. I feel like you have to feel comfortable within the group in order to show. In order to show, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Someone who I would, you know, confident. Uh, I do need, you know, to be coaxed out of my shell. Yeah, it's fine. And I didn't... I remember just not speaking to anybody. Literally, I remember us being, like, in the stadium and then somebody being like... Who are you? Who are you? Who's that? <laughs> like on dance day. No, like literally three days before I remember like finally cracking out my jokes. And right. I remember everyone being like, which group were you in before? And I was like, yours. I've always been yours. <laughs> always yes, yours. Been right. <laughs> I've just been dancing and next to you. I just, eventually I just had to admit, I just had to like double down, pretend that I'd been in a different group and had oh recently God, moved. So nobody knew it took me so long so what I'm saying is I absolutely feel your pain if you're somebody who is not good at being fun at the top and then the clubs thing is that I I did do improv and I also went to circus school and I was so bad when other better good admin people were like hey it takes such a lot of balls to be the first person to be like hey guys should we go to the pub after this oh god I'd never be that person but sometimes I want even when I want to, I'm like, I hope someone else says it. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I want to. What if nobody says... So it's so strong to be okay if no one says yes and also just to confidently say it. Anyway, everyone always used, did it. Um, and you didn't I'm go. Like, no! Right, so again, what I'm saying is I think maybe this is a case that all of the stories you're telling me yeah. do dictate... These are the stories of a very shy... <laughs> or a shy person doesn't feel like they can talk to people before. Not shy, but like maybe there's lots of... Because you're not just shy or you're confident. There's a whole spectrum of things. So there could be... There's obviously a very specific reason because they're two very yeah. similar things. You've chosen to do an activity that's quite fun and cool you've always wanted to do. And then you have both times not spoken to anybody <laughs> and not interacted or tried to be friends with anybody. Yes. Yes. So that will be like a whole. I, don't, I can't. I can't tell you why that happened, but there will be a no. reason why that happened. That you will have a. You'll have a thought in your brain, subconsciously or consciously, that is like, oh, I can't really because, or I, I can't really assert like, myself in, into this. Yeah, I think it was like, oh, everybody's already friends. Yes, that's and that's. I think the most common one. Like, yeah. the thing is, is that people may already know each other but actually all that it, all it is is they've just spoken to each other so all you have to do is just speak to them and just make the, that like force yourself to do that first thing of like oh hey what like you know how did you hear about this or like i want to do the, do the splits what's your thing yeah and then you don't have to do it again because you've done that first one but if you don't then you get to this point where it's like yeah there's like four lessons in and you're like nobody knows my name <laughs> yeah and it's too late now <laughs> it's too late like yeah, can i come so- for a drink like who is she's that you can that's you can not, get over that initial it's hurdle. not the end of the world yeah because it is always weird when you're in like a oh god there's like network 
fence and things like that. And you have to be like, ah, ha, 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 oh, and what do you do? And then you realise that it is like Freshers' Week. Everyone feels the same. Everyone in life feels like when you're in a situation and someone goes like, oh, hey, so did you go to the show just then? Or, oh, cool, so are you here for the... Nobody goes like, what are you doing? Everyone's just like, yeah. oh, this person is being chatty and friendly. And that, you know, you, you will get a variety of res- responses. And the trick is to not... If you get one person that goes like, yeah, mm, and then just leaves you... You don't go like, oh my god, it's me, I'm weird. They're weird. Whenever I'm in a situation and someone comes up to me and like tries to make conversation or is friendly, I never think they're weird. I'm always like, oh, thank god. Like, Now I'm one of the people that's made friends. Yeah. I didn't even have to do anything. So you're like helping that other person. If you're going to a club or a thing, what do you think everyone else is going there for? They're yeah. going there to obviously do the thing, but they're also doing it because it's a sociable situation. Otherwise they'd be learning at home on YouTube alone. Yeah, exactly. We are so frightened of people not liking us and not liking us approaching their space that we just don't do it. And we actually... Everyone appreciates it. Everyone's got their own shit going on. And if someone's been weird because you've interacted with them, it's probably their stuff. Yeah. It's not because you've interacted with them. And also, like, if you feel embarrassed or you feel nervous making conversation or making small talk, that's a big part of how, if you're in with making friends, we have an episode that is, I think it's it's called How to Talk to People. (laughs) And that has loads of tips that I thought were quite helpful about how to do that first bit when you're, so say, you know, you're at a thing and there are people there and you don't know them. What do you say? Like, what's the first, how do you get through that, like, annoying, awkward, small yes. topic until you're like, what are your hopes and dreams? Or like, you know, whatever. Um, I am, um, in terms of like making friends and stuff, I've got a friend who's very, very sociable and very good with people. And I would just emulate him and I noticed that he would do a thing when he met a new person he would you know there'd be like a small like so how do you know so and so or like whatever and then it'd get very quickly to like he'd say something quite funny and personal about his life like something silly that he did Mm -hmm. something a story like I just got a text from something you'll never guess and then you immediately that person is like you've confided in them and it's just a silly anecdote that you might he might have told loads of people but it doesn't matter because that person feels like oh I've just jumped the annoying awkward small talk layer and now I'm talking about something that I understand which is that like what your friend is cheating on this friend no or you're messaging a guy that you want to date he's like not text you back what do you do I can offer advice for that like it's a fun kind of immediate thing a terrible memory is surfacing oh no Tess is having a (laughs) meltdown okay come on let's go let's go let's go okay I'm at a do yeah. and I'm talking to a boy and um, I was actually trying to make him feel included. Yes. <laughs> oh no. I'm, I'm so sad about what this is going to be. I told him, I said, oh my God, can I tell you an amazing sex story I just heard from somebody else at this party and told him a sex story about him. No, so he was the subject yes. of the thing. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Don't let yes. that deter you from doing that because I've never heard of that. Just be... Oh, my God, that's awful. Did he go, yeah, that was me? No, no. Uh, my friend Louise across the room started, like, really signalling... Oh, my God. ...that I should definitely stop... Abort. Abort this story. Did you? No. I think I convinced myself that it was ambiguous enough that it wasn't definitely him. Right, OK, but yeah. he... I think it was. Like, he may know that it was. Right, OK. Um, yeah, d- uh, d- so uh, don't do that. Go go for something that definitely something is like not the neutral. person. <laughs> it's it's like, it, you, it's definitely about somebody that you know, have seen with your eyes, yeah, and it's not the person you're talking. And it's definitely not about them. Yes. But I think 
the crucial thing is that like if you're not making friends that you have to look at why because if you really look inside yourself you know why either it is you are isolated you're living at home with your parents and you're not getting out enough you're in a town or village where it's very difficult for you to like socialize normally so in which case yeah you have to start thinking right do i then do you move it feels like a big ask to be like yeah move house if you don't have enough friends but it's not really because friends are so important and feeling lonely it causes uh, health problems just i mean it just makes you sad so if you are feeling isolated you have to move yourself into a position where you're not isolated mm-hmm. and also look at the friends that you do have because there might be i've always found that i'll be like oh, i don't have any friends and then i'm like oh well, there's that person that I haven't actually seen in ages, but I really got on with her. There may be people from your sort of relatively recent past that you can then go like, oh God, I totally forgot that the, I went to that thing and went to that party and there was that girl who was really fun and we swapped numbers and then I never got in touch with her because I just forgot because I'm strong or something. Um, friends of friends are really good. So if you have just like a couple of friends and you're like, I want to expand my friendship circle, encourage the friend to have a party, have a party yourself and be like, bring loads of people. Like, it'd be like An amazing thing. thing to do. Um, I once went to uh, one of these um, is somebody hosted a thing where all she invited 10 friends and all the friends had to bring somebody that no one else had ever met that's fun and yeah. organised uh, very organised mm. but lovely do yes lovely very nice because everyone then everyone knows why they're there everyone knows why they're there but it's not like a friend date it's like oh this would be a fun thing to, like those supper clubs and like and now everyone stand up and move around and sit next to someone else and yeah. I've only been to one and I nearly like killed the person who said it it was like I have come with my friend I am not moving but actually it turned out it was a lovely night why didn't you want to move when you're not there for that Mm. it's quite oh shit I wasn't prepared Mm. I'd come with somebody and we were having a catch up and they're my safety because I'm not like I'm not very good at that sort of stuff and uh, I had to really like push myself and I wasn't really ready and then it was like and go but what I'm saying is it was really good so it it feels frightening when it happens when someone goes and go, change. And you're like, no, what? I don't know who you are. What if you're shit? What if I'm shit? What, what if we don't get on? What if, ah? And then you just realise that it, then it's like everyone's trying and everyone's like, oh, so what do you do? And you're like, great, I can just, I can I can do this. This is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is easy. Because actually it's so much easier to talk to people than we think it is in our brains. We think we're so weird and odd and we're going to say weird things. But there's very few like ways you can absolutely, completely derail an entire conversation so badly that it will never go right. And if you do that's just one time and move on to the next one and also I think even if you are weird like I would talk to anybody who was passionate about anything yes even yes. one of those people who like to like dress up as an animal and have those orgies in public I'm well like, I mean I'd absolutely love to talk I'm to like, those people I've got a lot of questions yeah and like just ask up. questions that's the thing and that's the thing that we talked about in there how to talk to people like it's all about asking questions and being interested in the other person and if you if you align yourself in a position where you're able to be around people and then you ask questions you're interested in all of those people then you get to find out which of those people you get on with best and then you also get to learn about people and you also don't feel like oh I'm just not saying I haven't said anything witty I haven't said anything yet. you don't have to no you just have to be interested I, I, I was going to mm. ask like specific questions because if you just say to somebody like um so you can hear my tortoise walking around in the, in the background but she's had an absolute whale at the time yeah um you know if you just say to someone like so how's work they're like their reaction would be like 
Uh, okay, well, Big Breath will, like, tell you some stuff about work. But if yeah. you can be nice and specific and be like, oh, how is that boss that you were saying was a nightmare? Yes. Or, like, how did that project go? Or, or like, like, did do, you manage Do you get... like the thing that, that you yeah. do? Like, if you don't know them, you're like, what do you do? And then, like, and, and I, my second question is always, like, and do you love that? Like, or is there something else that you that you yeah. want to do? And then you get into interesting avenues. And yeah, then you but can... if it's basically the ones that are, like, what kind of music are you into? You're like, you don't care the yes. answer. And, like, it's such a And then generic... also then you feel like you've asked a really boring question. Yeah, exactly. Basically, like, try and steer away from, like, questions the hairdresser might ask you because there is a reason people don't like talking at the hairdressers because yeah. the questions are, you going away somewhere? And you're like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, Because why? I have to explain so much of my... So I just make stuff up all the I do, I, I really it's like, do. I'm going to Greece, actually. Yeah. Um, you can be quite macky about if like so say at work you've got um, a gang of cool people that you want to get in on. Yeah. You can be relatively Machiavellian in your like okay here I go to like infiltrate the group so like you know get yourself uh, I was gonna be like sidle up. <laughs> Don't sidle. Cra- Don't. Crab walk. Crab walk over. <laughs> get your pincers you can out. Be like okay I would like to make friends with this group and obviously they are not if there are new people at work be nice and go and invite them to the pub for God's yes. sake. If the people have not done that to you, um, you know, get chatting in the kitchen, then be like, oh, maybe do you want to go for a drink after work? Be like, be open and be like, make it the task to learn something about that person that you That's otherwise would never have known. Yeah, like try and learn, like, yeah, it's sort of like interview techniques are when you're a journalist. When I was first starting out, all my questions would be like what I thought a journalist would ask. Mm-hmm. So then all the answers would be boring and generic. Mm-hmm. And then when you ask the questions that actually Stevie wants to know, like... So, you know, if it's like, I don't know, a medical person's like, yeah, like, you want to know that kind of the gross stuff. You want to yeah. know the stuff that's like, and have you ever made a mistake? Like, have you ever, like, like, how do you deal when, like, you have to tell someone bad news? Like, how bad is that? Like, those are actually the good questions. And those questions that make you go like, oh, I want to ask that, but I don't know if I should always ask them. I met a detective recently. I mean, that's excellent. I know. So, obviously, I was What's your best crime? Yeah. <laughs> like... Are you married to the job? <laughs> Do you use, like, string on a notice board with yeah. loads of pictures? Yeah. What's your best cold case that ruined you? Like, what? what? I was literally biting my tongue, being like, Ooh. how many bodies have you seen? How many bodies? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, obviously, this poor man gets this get shit job. all the time. Yes, he does yes, not yes. want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think I went in backwards by asking, <clears throat> um, do you find it a nightmare watching detectives on the telly? That is interesting, because, yeah. And he was like... Oh, and like banged the table and was like yes and so that, then once he was off I was like and then, and the, then body. And the, is the body count similar and, and to the you TV and do you see it with your eyes and could you tell me an unsolved <laughs> the best, the, what's the best twist you've ever had <laughs> what's the best twist you've ever had <laughs> I was beside myself I love that um, one of the two um, we'll just very quickly because um, we are sort of coming to the end <clears throat> you have to basically um, in a large skillet of a medium high heat <laughs> you heat the oil first it's a surprise every time <laughs> <laughs> you slice them thinly you cook undisturbed until they're golden and crusty underneath that's four to five minutes you flip the potatoes over cook them until they're golden on the other side four to five minutes more then you add your seasoning, seasoning then Serve warm. Thank you. That's that's and now I'm done with the with the potatoes. Well it was absolutely fantastic. I loved yeah, it. Absolutely. So I think the take home is um you just need to put yourself in situations where you can make friends. You need to have a listen to the how to talk to people episode because it's got lo- loads of good like you're getting through that through that small talk thing. 
And also, don't feel weird um, for feeling lonely because it's very, very normal. But you just have to realise that it is something that you can sort out and you should sort out if you if you can because I think it's very important that we feel like we have people around us that are the supporters and are nice and build us up and all of that stuff and if you don't have that then you deserve that so you should do all you can to get that because I think people like do go to such lengths to get like a partner like a boyfriend or a girlfriend but then they don't go to as much lengths to get friends you're like and in many ways your friends will be they'll be around well way out when jonathan's gone yeah just keeping the sort of theme that jonathan appears jonathan we're so sorry yeah we've really laid laid into you but it's like i feel like so many people are called jonathan though it's fine um and yeah hope also hopefully i just hope that the fried potatoes thing helped because if anything like they're delicious and uh a really nice treat but um, if you if you have any other tips or have any thoughts about future podcasts, podcast episodes, not like full podcasts, um, then please email us, um, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us a podcast that you like. Yeah, actually a good one, yeah. Oh my God, I've been listening to Getting Curious, Jonathan Van Ness one. I asked him if he wanted to come on the podcast. I was probably got a lot on. I, I love it so much. It's yeah. just great. I, I listen to it all the time. He's just so great. Also, I love how like, yeah, he like talks over everybody. He's not like the best interviewer. He's like you interviewing somebody, not you, Tessa, but like one. Like he's he's, he's all of us. He's all of us mm. getting overexcited about things. He's coming to London in October. Yeah, he's doing a show, isn't he? Yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna be so great. Okay, great. Um, tweet me at Stevie M. The S is a five. I'm at Tessa Coates. Um, if you like the podcast, do tell some people about it. That'd be really nice. Use that as the way to make friends. Use that as a way to make friends. But yeah, hopefully that helped. And um, we're, we're your friends. And. Bye! Great sign off for me. Bye! Bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.